You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. Hello and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for the Star Wars Resistance episode, Bebo. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, my faithful co-pilot, Matt the Crankster Cranky. Woo! Wow, we finally made it on here. Man, what a mess of a day it's been. Wow. Uh, We were trying to get this going a lot earlier, but of course... Uh, technology always gets in the way but hey happy to be here mike talking uh some more resistance but yeah i kind of wish we were talking a episode nine trailer or some a trailer for information <laughs> on the mandalorian but we are not oh man we had so many so many hopes on our last podcast before yeah. the uh, holiday break but uh nothing yet and you know here's what i was thinking too i was thinking about this on the way home um, I thought to myself, okay, maybe they're going to do like they did with on solo. Maybe they'll do it on uh, Super Bowl Sunday is when we got the first trailer for uh, solo a big, obviously everybody in the world is watching Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Why not? But this year, the Super Bowl is on CBS, not ABC. So mm, I don't know. Maybe we won't get anything until uh, celebration, which I, gosh, I hope it doesn't take that long, but. Uh, that's where we are right now as far as episode nine, man, because that's obviously what I'm most looking forward to this year. Although there's tons of great stuff, Mike, coming out in yeah. 2019. For me, obviously, it's still the saga stuff, episode nine, that I'm most looking forward to. Oh, uh, absolutely. So yeah. it's the same for you, I guess? Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so I, I was, um, I, I commented at some point over the break about uh, about still no, no title. Yeah. And because uh, I've been going off of the the force awakens as sort of the model and thinking like man that was november how how late are they gonna wait yeah but uh uh my good friend Derek russell actually uh chimed in to uh remind me that actually the title for the last jedi wasn't released until january 23rd of that year of mm-hmm. uh what would that would have been what 2017 17 so yeah so you know we're still within that window. Yeah, um, true. Spider-Man: Far From Home was today. Uh, today being 
Tuesday. So yeah. we're pretty early in the week. Um, I think that possibly they wanted to get the premiere of Star Wars Resistance out of the way so that they could kind of, you know, hype that up with a, with a trailer that we're going to talk about in a second. Oh, that's right. Yeah, true. true. And it's entirely, po- it's entirely possible that now that that's out of the way, um, with an awesome returning episode, by the way, we haven't even commented yet, an awesome returning episode, um, quite possibly my favorite episode of the series so far. What? Yeah. Uh, you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get wow. to it. I'll get to it. Oh wow! Okay, um, I wasn't. I'm not there quite there with you, but okay, sorry. I, yeah. I mean, like, there's a little bit of editing maybe that could have been done in order to make it a little bit stronger. But uh, this still that I'm looking at, the one that's on the StarWars.com episode guide um, mm-hmm. that I'm using for the the thumbnail for this for this episode. I, I mean. That says it all to me. I don't know. I, I look yeah. at that thumbnail and I, uh, I, oh boy. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There's some stuff. There's there some of the stuff that I've been asking for for a long time is in this episode. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that uh, now that now that resistance is kicking into high gear and uh, and is hopefully going to start winning back hearts and minds, um, I think that they're they might be ready to to drop a couple of hints. In the direction mm. of episode nine. I don't think we're going to get much of a trailer until Star Wars Celebration. I think if we get anything, sorry, excuse me. If we get anything in the next little bit, it's going to absolutely be like a Force Awakens character right. teaser, right? Like the, the right. one that we originally got that was like... There's Finn in the desert. There's, there's yeah, BB-8. Right, right. There's Ray. There's right. Poe. There's po, yeah. uh, Kylo Ren, uh, the Millennium Falcon, and we're out. Right. Um, yeah. That to me is like, and that's all I want, honestly. At this point, it's like, like, look, like you don't have to, you really don't have to show me anything from this movie. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> um, there, there are obviously things that I am concerned about and i wouldn't say concerned in the like i'm worried about oh is this going to be a good movie or not there are things i'm concerned about in in regards to like the safety of my cherished star (laughs) wars characters and where they're at right so like there's stuff that i want to know as soon as possible i want to know like what's ray up to what's poe up to what's finn up to and now there's been a couple of leaks here and there so we've kind of seen a little bit of finn and poe in some leaks but um I mean, I, the biggest burning question for me with episode nine right now is will we see the helmet make a return or is Kylo yeah. going to have a new one? Mm-hmm. What What is he going to look like now that he's supreme leader of the First Order, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I mean, like I that's that is to me like priority number one. I really want to see that. And uh, other than that, I'm basically good. I mean, like. I, there's a couple of things that they can do to really, um, to really tease us, uh, and that's you know hint at Ray building her own lightsaber um, out of the you know the the pieces of of Luke slash Anakin's former lightsaber, um, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, the green lightsaber, I, I still safely tucked away inside R two D two. That's yeah. one thing that uh, I the, I don't know like that's entirely possible um, that it, that it's in there. I uh, uh, pose new X wing. 
Um, cause man, I said to my wife the other day we were driving and I was like, like we were, I was just talking about this cause it's just annoying her more or less. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, man, yeah. the only thing that matters, the only thing that matters is I just got to, I like, I really hope Poe has a new X-Wing. I don't know oh, man, that'd be awesome, what man. they're doing. If Poe Dameron isn't in an X-Wing at some point in this movie, because my two Tricked favorite out. parts of the sequel, trilogy so far are moments with poe in an x-wing right from from each of the movies so when when poe saves the saves everybody on takodana and uh and and obviously his assault uh against the dreadnought um like that stuff is mm. like that's what i live for and and maybe that'll give you a little bit of a hint as to why i really enjoyed this week's episode um mm-hmm. but yeah I, yeah, man. I episode nine. It's it. Look, we're here. We made it. It's it's 2019. It's 2019. Yeah. It's yeah. in December. It's a it's a it's a short 11 and a half months away. I mean, really, at this point, it's 11 months away. It's January 15th as we record this. Uh, so you know, like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's just buckle up and uh, get ready for the ride. And in between now and then, we have plenty 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 to look forward to we got the rest of the season of star wars resistance which i know before the break i may not have sounded as hopeful as i sound right now but that trailer was incredible um show's been picked up for a season two so that's something to get excited about um Mm -hmm. and uh and and not to mention you know we've got uh, we got some cool books coming out this year. Uh, the the one with uh, Qui Gon and Obi Wan uh, coming out. I, I I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. We've yeah. got um, I actually Pirates Price I believe is already out, which is the the Flight of the Falcon book that ties in with um, with Hondo and uh, and and Galaxy's Edge. We have Galaxy's Edge to look forward to now. Okay, I'm oh, gonna yeah. I'm gonna. I'm going to just like come right out and say this. I don't know if I'm going to galaxy's edge in 2019. What? So we went to Disneyland in September, right? And it was bananas. It was crazy. (laughs) Can you imagine with this? And since Christmas, they have been at capacity more than two or three times to the point where like they are like, you can't get into Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. And right now, like right now, the castle is under construction. Star Wars Land isn't open yet. Like the the park is is kind of no, I wouldn't say it's in shambles. There's still lots of great stuff to do at Disneyland, but it was crazy enough when I was there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anywhere near capacity. Right. Uh at capacity, no thanks. And Galaxy's Edge is going to be at capacity for at least the first six months. Oh, it's it's yeah. going to keep yeah. Disneyland at capacity. Like, I not necessarily like at capacity where they're turning people away, but like, I mean, they're expecting two hundred thousand people for opening day. And yeah. as much as I want to be there, um, I want to enjoy my first experience at Galaxy's Edge. I want to be able to do stuff. I don't want to spend that entire time in lineups yeah you know what i mean like like that's not like i I, we've talked about this you and i like that's not we're not about the rides first of all like that's gonna be cool but like 
I want to just go and hang out in a cantina with you and Tim and, and Matt Campbell and, you know, uh, and, and Marty and whoever else comes out to meet us. Right. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to just hang out and soak in the atmosphere and, and participate in sort of like the, the world building stuff within galaxy's edge. Um, I don't like, like the rides I'm definitely down for. I'm going to go on, but, but, Waiting in lineups and stuff like that is not my idea necessarily of a good time. Um, oh, this thing is going to be and line it's gonna, central. It's yeah. going to be nuts. So I just, yeah. I don't know, unless unless they do a preview and we can somehow snag uh, tickets to, to a preview night or something like that. Mm. I just don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't know if it's going to be worth it's uh, the thing is, is that it's a, it's a, it's not a small trip for me, right? Like it's a, it's, oh no, it's right, a pretty right. big deal for me to get down yeah. there, um, and uh, and twenty nineteen is going to be a bit of a crazy year, so yeah, it's yeah, I I don't know if like you say in June, like I've heard I'm hearing June as far yeah. as an opening date, um, that may be something where I go, okay, I'm not going to go in June, obviously, but maybe waiting until the fall i don't think it's going to make a huge difference but yeah middle I mean, of october is going to be oh, the best bet i think but yeah maybe yeah but i think those of us who know are all going to go at the same time and it's just going to be it'll be just as bad yeah you know what i mean like i just i don't think that that they're gonna see a, a slowdown until probably around like April of next year after spring mm-hmm. break 2020. Yeah. I think it's going to be nuts all the way through because Christmas was like from Halloween to Christmas. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. And I don't know, maybe like <laughs> as, as we get closer to it, probably around star Wars celebration, I, I we should have uh, Matt Campbell on and talk to him yeah. about it. Cause, cause he's, he's definitely like the guy to, uh, to Hopefully talk to inside info or something yeah Maybe. yeah because yeah. he can definitely give us that insight um having worked at disneyland for uh man i think he's been working there for like 15 plus years now i yeah. uh, so you know he's he's he knows the ebbs and flows and he's sort of seen it through rough times and 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 obviously with the recent i feel like really really big resurgence disneyland is having the disney parks in general but i think disneyland yeah. in particular um just keeps getting crazier and crazier um mm. California yeah. Adventure is not too shabby either. And I think, like, this is my thing. I think that it'll be safer to go once California Adventure opens up all the Marvel stuff, which oh, yeah. which I think yeah. is set for early 2020. So once that happens, I feel like that's going to – because that's you're talking about the same audience, right? And I think that what that'll do is that'll sort of split the, the attendance between the parks. Um and and make it a little bit more tolerable to head into mm-hmm. into yeah. Galaxy's Edge. So I, I don't know. I it's like I said, you know, there there's there is every possibility that that if they do enough preview nights or a big enough preview night and they open it up to enough people that we could be invited. Um, and that's I uh, you know I'll, I'll I'll definitely be like working on that on my side once we once we hear anything about that being a possibility. Um, but I I. Yeah, without that, I just, I just don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, you know what's funny is I, I remember going 
to the relaunch of Star Tours. Yeah. Uh, back in I think that was 2011. This is when they. This is the first you know redo. And yeah. I'll tell you what. Just this is uh, for just one ride. <laughs> this is yeah for just one ride. I remember yeah. walking into the park, running to the fast pass area, and once I got the fast pass, by that time already, just walking or running to it, it was already eight o'clock at night. Was my next ride. I, I jumped in the line and rode it once, but that gives you an idea of how how fast those fast passes were going. Yeah, and how far it pushed me out to my next ride it was like like i said i want to say six or seven i don't know if it was quite eight but definitely in the evening i'm just like whoa this oh, is, yeah. and that was for one ride like you said one ride this yeah. is a whole this is a whole uh experience with with rides in it it's just yeah. like oh this is gonna yeah be i mean nuts. yeah for the first two years of uh radiator springs racers you had to get there first yeah, thing in the yeah. morning to get your fast passes because right. they would actually sell out of fast passes. Yeah. Like they would run out of them. So that's going to happen say, for, on, for, uh, the, the Falcon and, um, and resistance, right? The resistance. Yeah. It, yeah. Like that, that is going to happen hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, yeah. um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean like we'll play it by ear. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, but you know, there's enough other star Wars stuff kind of got sidetracked oh, yeah. there. Cause we've also got the Mandalorian coming and yeah. we've got clone wars coming. We have clone more clone wars, wars coming geez. this year. Another so, video game, yeah, 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 and the and the video game is apparently coming this year. We haven't really seen yeah. anything. We'll probably see stuff at E three, if not Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like Star Wars Celebration is five days for the first time, and there's a reason why it's five days. Cool, um, yeah. content, Gloria, yeah, it's gonna definitely. be it's gonna be crazy. Um, mm. And man, like I, I think now. More than regretting not that I'm probably not going to be able to be at Galaxy's Edge for opening, I'm I'm actually kind of starting to regret that I'm, that that we're not going to be at Star Wars Celebration, um, and I think it's kind of too late. I think the ship has kind of sailed on that, yeah. but because um, I don't even know, like, I don't think that we could even apply for for media badges at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, like it's a. It, I think that celebration is going to be a really good time. That said, I mean, like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to book that time off during star Wars celebration. I'm going to take that, that weekend oh, off idea. like yeah. sort of the, the Thursday, Friday and Monday so that I can be watching live streams and whatnot. Like I'm not, right. I, <laughs> there is not a, a, a snowball's chance in Mustafar that <laughs> I, that I'll be able to You're focus on work. Yeah, while that's no. going on but because um, that's just like a flurry of like it just social media yeah. and twitter and it's just yeah. it'll be non-stop for those five days about stuff coming out and yeah uh, yeah trailers and first looks and behind the scenes it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be uh good stuff man it's already man it's not very far away too we're talking no, april it's, it's just a few months so um but uh but, yeah, but yeah. sorry go ahead you go ahead well i know i was just gonna say we uh we didn't get a episode nine or uh, Mandalorian trailer, but we did get a trailer for Resistance. These part, uh, yep. I guess, the second part, and a lot of people were uh, really happy with this. Some really, really good stuff in this thing. Uh, just, I'll just say briefly that you know, obviously, it was a, a great trailer. They always do great, tra- uh, great trailers. Uh, the things that stood out to me, obviously, was Tora and uh, Kaz as they're watching Hux deliver the speech that we got from uh the force awakens so it kind of gives you us obviously an idea where this series just in this season where it's lining up 
with the uh, with the saga trilogy, Mike. So, um, kind of surprised that we're getting it. I guess this quick for me. I, any 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 surprise there for you? I I you know I I think I I think the record will show that I that that I that I kind of called this. Uh, when they said that the that the series started six months out from the Force Awakens, I was yeah. like, "Well, clearly this is going to run up against it." I wasn't sure, you know, what the timing would be. So obviously, like, like that's that was a little bit up in the air in my predictions. But I think I've I was always hopeful that the end of this season was going to be um, Starkiller Base, right? That it was going to be um, mm-hmm. the 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 destruction of the Hosnian system. Now. This trailer says to me, "I uh, that might actually be before the finale." Um, I mean, so we're we're ten yeah, episodes true. in. We've I, yeah. actually, I guess, with this episode, we're eleven episodes in. So that means we're officially halfway through, and I could absolutely see us getting to the Starkiller base stuff uh, in the next like six or seven episodes. Mm-hmm. Because the way that Kaz talks in the trailer, he's like when he says like we're the resistance now, I think I think that might actually be in reference to not just the Force Awakens, but possibly the Last Jedi. Because uh-huh. we've talked about this, the timeline on that is super tight. Yeah, and oh, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think that Kaz and the Aces might be looking at it like Hosnian Prime gets destroyed, the Hosnian system gets destroyed, Starkiller Base gets destroyed, um, but then, you know, uh, uh, Dakar gets attacked and everything goes down and them going like, we're on our own. Like, we're the resistance now. Mm-hmm. We have to take back the Colossus, right? Because obviously the First Order is is making a play for the Colossus. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, that kind of says to me that there's going to be a lot going on and it's going gonna, it's gonna to really play into that. And I, I think that what they might want to do, and this is what I've said before, is that they might want to be positioning Season 2 as, you know, like, this takes place during the break between... Uh, eight and nine like this is mm-hmm. this is part of that story and we might see characters like ray and finn and rose right yeah. um mm-hmm. and this might actually be where we learn about what happened not necessarily learn i think that we'll find out for the first time in episode nine what happens to leia um but like we might get some of the the gaps filled in in the second half of season two the other thing that i'm thinking is that one of the reasons that clone wars is coming back this fall a is because they're not like disney plus isn't ready yet but we might get clone wars in the fall on disney plus and we might not get star wars resistance until 2020 season two right oh um and the reason why i say that is because it might not like they might want to hold it until after episode nine so that they don't have to worry about it bumping up against the story yeah. right right um so yeah i i don't know i it's either that or the first 10 episodes are going to play alongside the last jedi mm-hmm. essentially um, well that particular um scene that i mentioned too uh as far as them watching hooks 
uh, if you notice, uh, his hair is like it is right now. And then later on in the trailer, you see like the hair. We always get the hair stuff, you know. Uh, his hair changes uh, towards the end of this trailer. Yeah. So I don't know if that is any clue on where exactly we might get this uh, run up with Hux. It could be, like you said, a little earlier, maybe in the second half uh, than, than later. So, um, but otherwise, the trailer, uh, you know, obviously – get to see star killer base look fantastic uh kaz something that we talked about a lot on the show is uh looks like in this trailer is showing a little more skill uh you see him with the blaster he's kind of flipping it around so yep. maybe that's turning around a little bit some underwater scenes of course you got the aces so uh looks like a lot of good stuff to look forward to i think uh hopefully um this second half is gonna uh it's going to ramp up a little bit. So any, any other final thoughts on the trailer? Yeah. I mean, I just, I tweeted, I, I, I think actually in response to Tracy Canobio uh, PR for, uh, for star Wars, I, that, um, I feel like, cause, cause she was kind of talking about, I think, I think maybe it was maybe a conversation between her and Jonah Marie. I, yeah. or they were talking about, you know, Kaz's hairstyle and whatnot. And, and, uh, uh, I don't know. There was just so much conversation going on that day. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I tweeted at, at, at Tracy, uh, I, like, I think Kaz is going to have a lot of growing up to do. Um, yeah. Like it looks like Kaz is going to have a lot of growing up to do. Uh, and I think that, 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 that's what, I think that's what the second half of this season is. Um, and I think that like, I would say that this first episode Bebo is part of that. Um, it's sort of the beginning of that for the first time in this episode, we see Kaz take charge of a situation and -hmm. actually start to kind of call the shots, even though he's telling hype what to tell the aces. I mean, Kaz is acting like the squadron leader. Um, so yeah, I mean like that, that's, this is, this is what I want. This is what I showed up for at the beginning of the series. Um, I think maybe they've had their reasons for keeping it sort of on the back burner until now. Um, and also like I tweeted as well, uh, that I think that, that the show is sort of starting to find its voice. Um, mm-hmm. and, and similar to clone wars and, uh, and, and rebels, which took about a half a season to really like figure out, where the balance is between the jokes and the action and the, and the adventure and, and the characters and everything. And, uh, and this week's episode to me felt like they actually balanced it really well. The funny mm-hmm. stuff was funny. Cool. There wasn't too much of the silliness. Um, the action was fantastic. The story was epic. Um, we got to see something new and exciting. I, yeah, like it, it really checked all the boxes for me for wow. a star Wars episode. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll get into that in a minute before we, before we jump into the episode, uh, recap, um, let's just talk about, so there, there are two more episodes this month, mm-hmm. um, the, and there were episode descriptions released for January. I, I, we don't have to read the one for this episode cause we already saw it. Um, and we're going <laughs> to talk about it at length, but coming up Sunday, January 20th, uh, on the Disney Channel is Dangerous Business uh, in exchange for parts, Kaz mines acquisitions for Flix and Orca and comes into conflict with a shady alien customer in league with the First Order. So Ooh. obviously Jim Rash and Bobby Moynihan will be returning as Flix and Orca respectively. I would just like to say, 
that Bobby Moynihan is quite the fan of ours on Instagram and Twitter. He has yeah. liked several of our oh, tweets nice. as well as a couple of our pictures on Instagram. So okay, we'll have him on then. Yeah, Bobby, whenever you want to come by, <laughs> I you know yeah, like I would love to talk to my. Uh, oh man, he's I look. I mean this with the utmost respect. Bobby Moynihan is probably like my third or fourth favorite SNL cast member. Yeah. Um, that's, that's right. That is high yeah. praise, right? Because mm-hmm. you've got like, like I mean, Bill Murray is number one. I don't think that anybody would argue with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got like Keenan Thompson is is in that number two, number three spot. I'd have to really sit down and think about it. Wow. But yeah, uh, he's, been, he's had a really good long run too. Same yeah. with Moynihan. He's had a yeah. He went, Actually, I don't think he's on anymore, is he? He's uh, off now. I don't think he is anymore, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I haven't been watching run. SNL this season, so I don't know. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, like he is he is up there with the greats, in my opinion. And he does such a good job on this as well as on DuckTales. I would love to talk to him about absolutely anything. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't even have to talk about the show. We just talk about Star Wars in general, because <laughs> yeah. um, I know that he is he a huge a bit, yeah. fan. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah I cool. Uh, and then Sunday, January twenty seventh, a week after that, uh, the Doza dilemma. Sinara settles into life on the platform, but her pirate compatriots have other plans for her. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Look yeah. forward to that. Those um, dilemmas got me intrigued, with, especially with Sonara. We see her in yeah. this episode we're going to talk about, but this sounds like her uh, yeah. her uh, character arc might change a little bit. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, no. Let's let's get into the episode. Let's talk about this. All right. Let's do it. <clears throat> Calculate the jump, Chop. How is my boyfriend doing? Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. Kenobi. Ahsoka! Kenobi! Hand it over, Ewok. No! So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue, not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome! Now, it's time for the Rebel Cells. Episode Recap. All right, here we go with Bebo, written by Paul Giacopo and directed by Bosco. In Here We Go, Mike. Sonara returns from a successful salvage job with a Z-95 fighter, which she hopes Kaz can use for parts for the fireball. But unbeknownst to her, Snar has also brought something else back to the Colossus. Go ahead, Mike. Keep going. I think yeah. we can get a couple of these. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> as it turns out, a strange, small, smelly sea creature was stowed away on the recovered ship. While everyone else is repulsed, Niku is instantly smitten and adopts the critter, naming it Bebo. <laughs> yeah. So um, coming off of... Uh, La- the station theta black uh, obviously a, a really solid solid episode to uh kind of finish out that first season come back in kind of slow our way back into this um Sonara's back obviously we know she is working with the uh with the pirates uh still doing that but um and you know, here's a here's kind of like a um i don't know a 
review. You know, I, today I actually forgot. I had a bunch of notes all written out. And I forgot the dang notes at work. So I'm doing this all off of. I'm, I'm doing. I'm pulling a mic cone right now. I'm just doing it strictly on memory, which is not <laughs> really that great for me. But I'll give it a good shot. Um, but this uh, the Bebo here. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's a. Uh, let me see if I I had this. Um, what the heck was it? Oh, it's a it's a rockna. So we find out what the species is. It's a rockna. That was out of the uh, the bucket list. I didn't remember seeing that. And she obviously finds this thing in the records. And I just kind of like the the play with with her and Kaz. And Kaz obviously um, he's talking about the history of the Z ninety five. He's no, it's, he's still, they were talking about mm-hmm. the Z ninety six. No, it's a Z ninety five. So it reminds me that yeah, I remember Kaz. He kind of knows his military history because. If I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm assuming he went to the New Republic Academy, so he probably had all kinds yeah. of lessons in history. That I, so I thought it was kind of cool to see him kind of show his little knowledge there and remind me, yes, this guy is from kind of well-to-do, and he and he was in this in this military academy. So uh, any thoughts on the beginning here, Mike, and finding out this who this Bebo is? No, yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, everything starts out kind of uh, innocent and unassuming uh, to begin with, but uh, yeah, but there's actually several things going on here right from the beginning, which uh, which I like. There's kind of some layers to it. So, yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good start to the episode. I mean, obviously, this episode focuses mostly on Niku and mm-hmm. uh, and his relationship with Bebo. Um, yeah. <clears throat> And and for me, and I think one of the reasons why the comedy works in this episode is that the comedy works when it's Niku. It's not as funny to me when it's when it's Kaz. Kaz, yeah. Um, but but for some reason, like the 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 jokes just seem to kind of land a little bit better with Niku as a character. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm uh, uh, I think that they've figured that out because Kaz has a couple of moments in this episode, but for the most part, he's actually um, somewhat heroic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is no, nice. for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'll continue here. Later, Sonara contacts Kragen, the pirate leader. He has news. The pilots who brought her to the Colossus are actually with the resistance. Sonara cannot identify them from Kragen's security hollow however so again like i said we do find out that she is still in league with the pirates of craig and obviously he's there and he shows her the the footage and at first i i thought she had recognized who they were but it turns out no um you know what it was just she couldn't tell exactly who it was so there's this neat little play between her and kaz um about what's going on and we see that the footage comes from a signal from sector six that was um that Kragen had, has, and he's showing, he's showing, uh, Sonara. So, uh, mm-hmm. you want to keep going, Mike, or you want to, you have any thoughts on that? No, I mean, I think that this is kind of shades of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that, uh, Sinara, I think is actually get sort of getting used to life on the platform. And, and uh, yeah. I think that's what we've yeah. got coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, is uh, is a little bit exactly. more of that part of her story. Um, right. and she's actually starting to kind of fall out with the, with the pirates, and we'll see how that goes for her. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I no, we'll continue here. I, Eager has had enough of Bebo and orders the creature removed. Niku takes a stand, saying that he will leave Yeager's employ if Bebo is not welcomed. So I think this, like to me, this is the a bit like the heart of the episode is Niku is this very unassuming, innocent 
childlike uh, character. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, like when push comes to shove, he actually like he stands up for himself. He 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 puts his foot down and says, you know, like it's if 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 Bebo has to go, then I'm going too. Like you're you're, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then and then um, um. Oh, what's the other mechanic's name? You're not talking about Yeager. Are you? Oh, um, I know you're talking. <laughs> yeah, what is the other pirate's name? Jeez, it's been a, it's been a couple months now. I'm they don't they don't it. say the characters' names enough. I uh, <laughs> no no. Oh God, she looking. just had that episode that was all about her. Anyways, she stands up for for Niku as well and says like, "Look, it's been like a day, and like uh, Kaz is still around and and." everybody like knows that he's messed up way worse than any of this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, like I, I, I like, I, I liked that. Tam. You're thinking of Tam. Tam. Thank you. Yeah. I just came to me. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I, so yeah, I thought that that was a really great moment of sort of like a reality check for Yeager of like, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're willing to lose Niku over this creature, but you've given, has so many second chances why right Right. yeah yeah definitely well and and, hey you don't want to uh mess with yeager's number seven role which is uh no pets on the uh, on the colossus there so uh continue kaz joins sonara on her last salvage run of the day she slyly presses him on the identities of the pilots that rescued her, but they're interrupted by something big, very big. They decide to return to the Colossus and warn uh, the populace. So obviously this is where we get that giant um, uh, kind of silhouette in the waters. Oh, okay, something something very big is coming. And this is where I talked about they had this little playful uh, banter back and forth about you know hey what's up with these uh, these these couple guys and Kaz is like yeah one of us ha- one of them's pretty handsome he kind of says that obviously talking about himself but um, yeah the the monster is is and this is where the kind of the action comes in and uh, like you said Mike this is where it starts to to ramp up um, go ahead you, any any thoughts on this I uh, no I mean like yeah yeah we kind of we're we're gonna get like a little bit of a of uh foreshadowing of uh yeah of of what's coming mm-hmm. um and uh at first you're kind of just like whatever and then they pan out and you see how big this thing actually is <laughs> yeah and it's like ooh. massive it's um, a kaiju it's a kaiju yeah it is a kaiju basically <laughs> i mean like this thing uh, i want to see a battle between this thing and the zillow beast because uh, <laughs> now right we on. like so now we've got we have the Zillow Beast, we have the Rachna, and we have the the oh, what were the big Purgles called? They were pur- Purgles, but they were there was like a there was like a, a yeah, that's right, huh? A prefix to it or something. Someone mentioned that on the Facebook thing too about yeah. about it's kind of reminiscent of the Purgles. Yeah, so uh-huh. like we've got now we have three, and we have the the what, do we know what the creature in the Maw was called? Because that's that's another one. I mean, like I think I think, I think that so, one no. actually. That creature actually dwarfs uh, any oh, of yeah. these other ones, but um, yeah. yeah. So like, I, I I love it. I mean, like creatures are one of my favorite things about Star Wars. Um, I just always love when when some cool creatures can get included in the story. Um, I think it that's one of those things that is just so I I 
definitive for Star Wars. It's one of the things that really sort of sets it apart from from other sci-fi is that um, it it has this living world. The threats are not always um, the like the bad guys, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. there are threats that are just the world that they live in. Um, and it's kind of that fantasy element of like the dragons and, and, uh, and, and monsters and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I like this, this to me really kind of hit that, hit that spot and, uh, and, and brought something to, to, uh, resistance that hasn't been there yet. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, go ahead. I think it's yeah. Uh, following a brief scare in which he lost uh, Bebo, Niku finds the creature. Is it Bebo or Bibo? It's Bebo, right? I think it's Bebo, yeah. I think it's yeah, Bebo. Niku right, finds yeah. the creature in engineering with Kel and Isla. Isla has had premonitions that something big is coming, and it wants Bebo. In fact, it may have already arrived. So obviously this is the creature, the 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 Mama Rachna that's uh that's showing <laughs> yeah. up um yeah and i uh, uh more importantly here this is essentially confirmation that isla is force sensitive right yeah yeah this was the big kind of the big thing for me in this episode was was yeah. her reaction and she has this power though she can't control yeah. it uh we actually have a we have a comment on um yeah 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 uh on Facebook, uh, Facebook from Bianca right? that, that said uh, filler episode, but a nice light one for the kiddos. And I like I included that because I totally disagree. I don't think that this was a filler episode. I think that um, that three things happened in this episode, actually four things happened in this episode that were very important to the to the overarching story of Star Wars Resistance. Um this thing with Isla is is a big part of it. Yeah, it's a um, good one, yeah. The stuff with Sinara, yeah. I Kaz working Kaz. with mm-hmm. the Aces, and uh, uh, even more important than him working with the Aces, the fact that the fireball is in working operation, right? Like it, like that. Not only did it fly, it was part of the fight, mm-hmm. um, and that's like, I feel like that was not given enough fanfare. Um, that that kind of needed a little bit more of a little bit more of pomp and circumstance that like, Hey, the, the fireball is actually like fully armed and operational as, as they say. Um, and that like, to me that, that seemed like it needed to be a bigger deal. But, um, but the fact that like, I, I'll, I, I'll give it to them because the first time it gets used other than in, in the race at the beginning of the series is Kaz, joining the aces and uh, and defending the station so yeah. defending mm-hmm. the platform so i uh, you know like it it definitely had a really impressive first outing but but yeah i don't know like i i don't think that this was a filler episode i think that major story beats happened here that are going to be important later on um, yeah you make a good case there because i was on the same boat as uh, the lady you mentioned that, that i i did not necessarily that it was filler but I didn't think it had the the punch. I'm just coming, you know, obviously coming off a of station to the black was, mm-hmm. was pretty darn good. This one kind of fell like, oh, it wasn't the comeback to resistance that I kind of hoped it would be. But you are making a, a case of some things. And, and, and this is the, the one thing that did stand out for me 
because they keep they this is the second time we've talked about this before about these two kids and and are they force sensitive i think we've got some confirmation here about that about her power and she also hints or it's also kind of hinted that this is how um you know they escaped the first order on tihar so i think this is a big thing and 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 they're pretty subtle about putting this in here um, but obviously us big fans can see that and go, oh, man, there's got to be something with these kids, you know, especially uh, Ila uh, about her power. And she's obviously dreaming about she can see things ahead, force visions, force dreams, whatever you want to call it. Uh, definitely something's going on here. And I think that was the key thing that I and I cut on this episode. So uh, does that obviously that's you're kind of on the same boat, Mike, is some kind of force yeah. force power she has. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, giant tentacles rise from the Castellan waters and strike at the platform. Captain Doza scrambles the aces to protect the Colossus, and Kaz joins them in the air. So here you go, Mike. Kaz is joining the aces, yeah. although they're not allowed to use their, I believe it's the missiles, yeah. uh, quite yet because they don't want to damage anything. Uh, quickly that uh, changes as this monster kind of starts tearing things apart, and Doza's forced to go, hey, light her up or you know light this thing up because yeah. uh it's going to be tearing things up so um anyway that was just a quick uh, quick little paragraph go ahead Mike. Yeah. Continue? uh meanwhile niku refuses to surrender bebo until he realizes that giant beast has not ha- has come not to eat his pet but rather to reclaim it bebo is the creature's offspring niku contacts kaz and asks that he call off the attack mm-hmm. kind of remind me a little bit of uh jurassic park uh i think it was um three right where the the raptors come and yeah yeah to get the eggs a little bit kind of not necessarily something brand new but it's uh interesting uh yeah. i kind of i think a lot of us saw this coming oh yeah <laughs> yeah a million pretty, miles away we saw it coming but that doesn't mean it was bad nonetheless uh niku runs outside and offers bebo to the towering aquatic animal one of its massive tentacles rises and quickly descends before gently accepting its child Nico hugs his small friend one last time as it sadly whimpers, I love you too, Nico says. Goodbye, Bebo. So Bebo, um, obviously Nico lets him go yeah. back uh, with the mom and everything's all good. I, I guess we might as well finish it out, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, later, Kaz Sorry. comes to Nico with a special gift, a pet gorg. Niku, however, has other ideas, and he just devours it. Just devours. I know uh, Tim didn't necessarily didn't like this yeah. particular part of it. He was pretty vocal about that. It was actually kind of nice. We got a, quite a few responses on we did on this episode that I didn't think we would. I thought something like Station Theta Black would garner more. Hey, uh, this is what I'm but saying. Hey, cool. I I, yeah. I think that this is. Uh, I don't know. There was just the right balance of everything in this episode, mm-hmm. um, uh, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, no, I, I yeah. think you've 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 kind of explained a few things that I was just like, I, I guess I didn't think about. You know, you just looking at it as a whole, like, oh, it's just a monster and it's his mom. Okay, next. But when you start to dig a little bit, um, and especially yeah. like I said, with with uh, the kids, um, can get re- get a little deeper there. So uh, decent stuff, man, for opening up. I know, obviously, you liked it. Uh, quite a bit but yeah. um hey we're back and and with that trailer i think a lot of people are starting to kind of come not necessarily come back but go okay we, we need to check this thing out you know obviously they the first season has has some things to get through but yeah. uh but hey you know like i said you, you see this trailer and you start getting a little psyched up to see 
some of the characters that are going to be coming into the series, um, like we talked about earlier with Hux. And, and could we actually see Kylo Ren show up in this thing? I don't know. Um, but we've seen Captain Phasma and, you know, obviously Hux is here. We've seen Princess Leia. So you never know what they're going to what they're going to do. But um, here's to, uh, you know, hey, looking forward to the next couple episodes. Uh, we got, a, like I said, Mike, we got a, quite a few um, responses. I don't know if you were able to get all of them, but we got a few listed here. Uh, yeah, I've got a few in the mailbag. Go ahead. Here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Dermot Lane uh, says, I loved it. Great seeing Kaz fly. My patience was rewarded. I'm mm. pleasantly surprised Elijah keeps coming back. He's talking to, about Elijah Wood as uh, as uh, 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 Jace Rucklin. Jace Rucklin, yeah. And uh, Clone Wars reference, fabulous. So I I responded to Dermot as like, yeah, a hundred percent, same. Like yeah. that's it. That is exactly how I feel about this episode. Um, there there were just so many great things about it, um, and it was just it was it was honestly the first time with this series that I was watching the episode. And, and I wouldn't say I was riveted. It's not like I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? But I was definitely invested. I was in, like I was Mm -hmm. into this episode and I can't say that that's been true for any other episode of the season so far. So like I've definitely had episodes that I enjoyed more than others. Station Theta Black being one of them, but there were moments in Station Theta Black that took me out of it. Moments with mm. Kaz, right? Yeah, that's but, true. But in this episode, I didn't have a single one of those moments. There wasn't a moment where I was like, "Really, is that what we're doing here?" And I feel like, um, and I'm glad that we went back and watched Clone Wars over the summer because it gave me the perspective of of going back and watching those episodes with Jar Jar and sort of seeing it and going like, oh, that's right. They didn't really know what to do with Jar Jar those first two times that he showed up. First mm-hmm. three times, actually, because even in, uh, in, in Blue Shadow Virus, right? It wasn't until later seasons that they kind of figured out what the balance was with a Jar Jar episode. And mm-hmm. then you get into the, into the Lost episodes in season six, and uh, the episodes with Jar Jar and Mace Windu are fantastic. They're they're actually I think standout episodes in the series, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I think that they're getting to the same place here where they're realizing like oh maybe back off a little bit on Kaz because we're undermining the fact that he's our main ca- main character our hero, um, and I I like let's let's put the comedy on Niku and sort of in the reactions to the way that he behaves. Um, and most importantly, we got Kaz in the air. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's that whole thing that they said at the beginning. It's like, oh, when he's on the ground, he's like a little baby bird. But once he's in the air, and it, my comment to that was always like, yeah, but he's never in the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like <laughs> yeah. with Station Theta Black, especially the end of the episode, and then again uh, in 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 this week's episode, um, yeah, Kaz is in the air. And when he is, he is formidable he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. um and i like it i like that they're kind of putting him in his zone of competence again and and uh and he can uh he can he can become the leader that he needs to be and i think that i think that's what we're going to see over the course of the season um yeah. yeah yeah well you know there's another scene where kaz um you know the the security droids um when the, when the uh monster is coming up and they're ready to hit the uh alarm uh, two of the uh, security guards are going. What are you? What are you trying to do? Uh, create a panic? And and he just subtly says yes. And it's that kind of subtle humor that yeah. okay, that works 
pretty good. That's almost like a Han Solo type line. Um, so I, I see what you're talking about as far as him t- kind of turning that corner of being just goofy and actually just having some funny quips here and there that that work for the series and and let Niku be the Jar Jar or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, um, yeah. I know. I think I think they're kind of turning around. And it was good to see also Rucklin, Jace Rucklin. Uh, not he wasn't like a jackass this episode. You know, he was just basically he's concerned just there. about. Yeah, he's just there. Yeah. So uh, it's, uh, you know, Elijah Wood cool for him to it's, it's weird i've been in a, on a lord of the rings fix over the last couple of weekends i've been watching the uh, extended edition so uh he's been i've been he's been all over my screen so <laughs> nice. i just keep forgetting that he's in this thing too so uh we also got bianca i think i don't know if you mentioned this one like filler episode but a nice light one for the kiddos yeah um not sure if she has kids or not if they're watching it, i'd be kind of interested to hear if she does have kids um what they think of the series and and the difference between what she thinks and, and how they how they look at the series. So maybe, Bianca, if you're listening, uh, let us know if you do have kids and how, what they think of it. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, Mike, we got a few more things. You want to you take that first one? Uh, yeah, well, nothing on Twitter this week. Oh, okay, uh, just no, some likes. But uh, on Instagram, Findor Moon says, I thought it was a nice way to come back to this end of the season. There may not have been any first order in this episode, but there was a lot of setup that happened and that I'm sure is going to benefit the rest of the season. So, again, like that's kind of what I'm saying. Um, And then I I don't know how to pronounce this name. Jochem Wimjima. Jochem Wimjima. Jochem Wimjima. Yeah. I the Rachna was amazing. Bebo was cute. Kaz is totally into Sinara. Uh, Isla is probably force sensitive, and Niku is yeah. pure joy. Great fun episode. I think he's got so, it all. I think he's got it right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Whatever like this is. is, and I and I think that like because I kind of came away from the episode going like that was good. I think that I think that actually was really good, and then posted the thing on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And uh, and started getting responses back and likes and everybody kind of interacting and started hearing all of this feedback. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, this episode, this was actually a great episode. It, and, and sort of obviously, as we do, reflecting on it and thinking about it to talk about it on the podcast and going like, oh, this is this is Star Wars for the yeah. first time this season to me like this episode is really star wars and uh and and i hope that that's just a sign of things to come i hope that that's that's what we're getting now is just star wars like mm-hmm. like let's let's lean into that and hopefully by next season our characters kind of um all have that opportunity to grow up in in taking back the colossus and and whatnot from the first order and uh and uh and joining the resistance um mm-hmm. that yeah like that this becomes uh a little bit more of what we're looking for that star wars rebels clone wars type of vibe um, yeah with right, the battle right. against the bad guys and i think one of the things is that we're coming from peacetime right the first order destroying the hosnian system is their declaration of war and that's the end of peacetime so right. If we're building up to that as the end of the season, <coughs> excuse me, then next season I think will be um, the beginning of the battle against the First Order. And uh, and and while our main heroes are off doing their thing in the saga uh, films, <coughs> that Kaz, Yeager, and 
uh, everybody on the Colossus is going to be fighting the fight in their own way, right? Mm-hmm. And and hopefully what, what we're going to see is um, is the Colossus become uh, uh, really like a base of operations for for their cell of the of the new resistance of the of the rebellion the new rebellion reborn so um mm. yeah i mean uh obviously i i leia uh poe finn ray and rose are gonna need all the help they can get and uh and if the aces perform as they did this week i think that they'll be a pretty good squadron to add to the to the, to the sure. fight i mean can you yeah. can you imagine uh a world where uh the aces are in the same way that um that we got to see the ghost in rogue one yeah that we see the fireball and like because because those ships are all so recognizable that we get to see them all uh fighting alongside poe dameron and whatever Mm-hmm. x-wing he's in and and yeah. uh, and his and <laughs> yeah. his crew right um yeah i mean oh man but they would have to be in x-wings too wouldn't they maybe maybe not i don't know yeah i mean like I uh, beggars can't be choosers right in. so yeah I, I could see them referencing a name or something like hey tam get this guy off my saw off my or not um not tam but um Tora, you know, hey, Tora, get this guy. But yeah, Tam, that's the thing, because Tam wants to be a racer too, right? So Tam mm-hmm. is absolutely a pilot, um, and mm-hmm. uh, and we could see Tam in the air sooner rather than later. I mean, like it's it's going to be one of those situations where anybody and everybody is going to be called on, right? So yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's a, a, there's a lot to look forward. I think in the rest of the season, um, yeah. a really great episode to come back on i think sort of the perfect way to ease us back in next week's episode sounds like it's going to be a little bit more of the the hijinks and and silliness on the, on the colossus yeah. but um hopefully flicks and orca can uh, can help make that a little bit uh more expertly uh, uh, uh timed comedy uh jokey haha's but yeah, uh yeah. but i mean like there is like this is there's a shady alien customer in league with the first order so yeah next week's episode dangerous business and in, in exchange for parts kaz mines acquisitions for flicks and orca and comes into conflict with a shady alien customer in league with the first order so like there you go like i it's i think it's going to build i think it's going to be part of it i think that this actually might be an opportunity for Kaz to find out that the the pirates are in league with the first order, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That it's all connected. So I like how I like how in the description it it, it um, they make a point of saying, "Hey, Jim Rash and Bobby Moynihan are going to be back." Yeah. Looks an orca because <laughs> you didn't you didn't write that, right? That's no, that's no, that's from, from the, the that's from the press release. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Like, hey, don't want to miss this one because we got yeah. we got Bobby and Jim coming back in to do some stuff. So don't yeah, miss absolutely. that. So I kind of like that. It's kind of neat to yeah. see that. I guess that's it for this week. Huh? That is it for this week. Uh, thank right. you guys for listening. Thank you guys for coming back after the break. Um, I, of course, you can stay up to date with all the latest Star Wars animation news by heading over to rebelcells.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rebels podcast and on Twitter at rebels podcast, as well as on Instagram at rebel cells. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ArkWolf A R K W U L F. Uh, Matt is at the crankster. That is crankster yes. with a K. Um, and, uh, you guys know we're part of the thunder quack podcast network, head to thunder 
com to check out all the other great podcasts in the network and if you like what you hear head to, uh, th- sorry there's two ways to support us first is by heading to store.com sorry whoo back after the break store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merchandise a lot of you have been doing that which is really cool um we got some cool uh star wars inspired stuff over there for rebels and clone wars i gotta do i need to do something for uh, for uh, resistance, um, but uh, mm. and you know what, I um, uh, hype has that little emblem on him that looks kind of like the Millennium Falcon. I really yeah. love it, and maybe I'll take a stab at recreating that. But I uh, I head to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch like a T-shirt or a mug or a pillow or whatever you're into. Um, uh, the other way to support us is by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack where you can uh, chip in your monthly support and get great rewards like the Thunderquack podcast, uh, MP3 versions of our spoiler casts, uh, and all sorts of other stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, patreon.com slash thunderquack, store.thunderquack.com. Uh, and uh, that's it for this week's episode thank you guys for listening thank you for supporting us uh if you've listened this long uh, it would be great if you could head to itunes or uh, uh google play or whatever you're listening to uh, i i the the podcast on and give us a, a rating and a review um help other people find the podcast or just tell a friend about it tweet about it put it on facebook i don't know whatever yeah i just share it around with your friends that also love to talk about star wars i thank you guys for listening we will be back next week for the episode dangerous business see you